0: Happy Monday, my friends! It is September 13th. I'm Claudia Belafato alongside my co-host Joe Fan. This is Bet to Win. We are in the beautiful Blue Wire Studios at the Win Las Vegas. Very exciting. I think Week Two is almost more exciting than Week One because we have some bold predictions. You could call them bold predictions, but I guess Week Two is more fun because we can kind of just trash what we expected. We can overreact. We can roast our own Week One picks. Um, So we're going to do that. That's going to be this show, and then we're going to talk a little bit. AL wild Card race because we have an interesting series coming up with our home teams. Before we get to that, though.
1: Yeah, we've had, we we'll got a couple of big weekends we, we, that we got to recap a bit. We had some big weekends. Because I'm just like catching up with you now. We didn't yeah. really get a chance to hang out over the weekend, which was super sad. I know. Uh, <laughs> I watched football by myself all day yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you were in detroit you were in indianapolis i want to hear about your weekend it was your birthday weekend happy birthday thank
0: you yes yes uh speaking of watching games alone i was alone on my birthday for the uh bucks cowboys game by myself sitting at a bar which honestly i don't really mind i I don't either i'm okay with that yeah Yeah. i'm cool did you treat
1: yourself did you like get like good meal
0: i did well it's funny because steak and a glass there, of red wine. There's this big restaurant there that I guess like Peyton Manning goes to all the time, and I made a uh, reservation for one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes,
1: Saint Elmo's is delicious. We yeah. go every year during the combine. So
0: I made a reservation for one. I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. This is gonna be amazing. Have yeah. some wine. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm thinking. The game's gonna be on. Like, yeah. So I just went straight to Yard House, had some beer. Oh, so
1: you bailed on Saint Elmo's? I did. Yeah,
0: yeah. Saint Elmo's is delicious. You to go, to
1: go, go in there during the combine, and no matter what night you go in, you'll just walk in. And you'll be like, oh, there's that head coach. Oh, there's that GM. Oh, There's that, you know, Hall of Famer, whatever. And it's the place. Everyone who goes there will make at least one stop at St. Elmo's.
0: Hopefully I go back. Um, But it was cool. I had never been to that city before. I had never been to Detroit, which I also went to. I saw a U of M game on Saturday.
1: Um, The big house, that's sick.
0: The big house was crazy. I have to say, like, no shade to the, the Lions, but the Michigan game was definitely I felt a lot more in there.
1: That's not shocking. Yeah, it's that's not, what you did. Right? I think that's yeah, they, that's Michigan fans mean. their first time back in the big house.
0: I think just college sports in general. It's I talk a mecca. About this a lot with the people I was at the game with. Yeah. Um. There's just so much more emotion that goes into college games. It yeah. was crazy. They did a ha- whole halftime show for 9/11 and yeah, yeah it was awesome. But, but um. Then
1: you were at a Lions game yesterday.
0: Then I was at a Lions game yesterday, which was a ton of fun. Oh my gosh, have you? you have to check out. We have a new Winbet bar we just opened up. It is so sick. It's so fun. I'm gonna post a video later on Twitter. Um, but it was funny because those fans are awesome and people were decked out in their outfits and of course like no one really expected them to win the game but when it came so close down the wire I never I mean we're in a betting bar so everyone has money on the game people aren't even watching the game that's how awesome the bar is are <laughs> literally hanging out at the bar like watching the game from the TVs even though we're depending at, on what line for- <laughs> you got that
1: game at and when you got in oh. on the Niners. Yeah, the end of that game was fascinating because if you we had eight and a half, door. Yeah, you no, lost.
0: I, I had a guy come up to me. He's like, "If the Lions win this, I'm giving you a thousand dollars." I was like, this is like, a real quick." Uh, yeah, no, but it was fun. Super busy week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at TV So I'm gonna post some more fun stuff.
1: Yeah, wait, no, 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 no. Before we get to my well, weekend, because okay, right. I want to talk about my weekend, my quick trip to Miami. Okay. But you had a tweet that I found hysterical. <laughs> I'm in Miami. I'm like, I think I'm having dinner at the hotel and it's your birthday we're watching it's the first game so you're you're eating dinner by yourself i'm eating dinner by myself and you send out this tweet saying (laughs) if i have to listen to someone else mansplain me here you go with the perfect uh gift
0: (laughs) i love it yeah of jim carrey man.
1: If one more man tries to sit down and mansplain an aspect of football fantasy or betting to me, that's the reaction. Can you give us just like the quick
0: I mean, spark notes
1: it, of like what they was, were trying to explain to you? It
0: was like the Bucks Cowboys game and down the wire when Brady was just throwing it out to basically run down the clock and get good field position. The guy's like, do you understand like, why they're doing this? This guy, I haven't even spoken a word to this dude. And I'm like sitting there <laughs> watching the game. Like, because i had my i mean I, it did, they didn't cover so i had my money in the bucks but either way it was just a fun game to watch and this guy's like so do you understand what's happening i'm like bro that's <laughs> not even like in it's like, like not even in the
1: weeds like football conversation no. it's like yeah. yeah they're they're losing and they're trying right. to win <laughs> before the clock hits 0 and there was, you moron
0: there's plenty of guys cuz i was like checking my fantasy lineups and, and you know like looking at how the odds were changing and stuff so i could <laughs> prep for the show and this guy's like you play fantasy? I was like, all right. I literally—I'm not even joking. He yeah, actually—sorry if you're listening to this, because I did tell him about our show. I hope he is show. listening. <laughs> I did tell him about our show, so I hope he is Thank, you for, thank you for watching, listening, Roger. Before. But bought, Steve, a, bought me a whatever your beer, name is. Bought me a beer, and honestly, I was just so over it. And I'm like, I got up. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay for this. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it was. It was. You'd think
1: in the year 2021 we could get past like, that. Level of mansplaining, like my goodness, like the (laughs) shock and awe of a woman. A
0: woman that was
1: playing fantasy football. Brutal. Thought you were only allowed to do the bachelor fantasy.
0: Right? Oh my god, I've never even seen that show. Um, but you, you went to Miami. I went
1: to Miami. Uh, Miami Chad Ocho Cinco, the 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 newest brand ambassador for WinBet. Claudia Bella Joe Fan, Chad Ocho Cinco, just all the same people.
0: Shaq. Shaq.
1: Ben <laughs> we Affleck. Are the same, on yeah. the same level. No. So just a couple of brand ambassadors kicking it in Miami. <laughs> uh, he was awesome. I, I, he's just kind of, it's kind of exactly what you would anticipate. I mean, he's
0: uh, look at I, this. Like, I mean, so
1: my guy. Ayal, a... <laughs> yeah, look at this photo.
0: I'm so memeing this.
1: So. So, Ayal, our partnerships guy who flew down from New York, I met him. We were the only two WinBet people there. We had a a production company that was a contract for hire than Ocho's people. And Mm. he posts on our Slack channel, like, hey, I got some pics of Joe doing an interview with Ocho. And I'm like, dude, this, this is the worst picture of all time. Why are you putting me on blast in front of the whole team? I'm the new guy. You're like the second person I've met from this company. I don't know anybody. And you're like... I
0: love Ayal for that.
1: Ocho's just like on his phone. I'm like... I have no idea figuring out what I'm like gonna do for dinner. He's like
0: questioning his like my
1: whole life right there.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I really. Can't it's get bad. It. Like it's just the most so unflattering bad. picture. The fit is pretty fire if I do say so I mean, myself. Yes, uh, I'm a big and... joggers guy and then brand new Nordstrom rat kicks I mean, that I feel really good about. You got
0: the joggers. About. You got the white sneaks. Yeah, so it's, just the
1: it's a bad photo, but it was fun. So at one point I'm trying to get like behind the scenes social content and they're in between wardrobe changes and um and i'm like hey like you mind like you know like doing like a your signature kind of salsa or whatever and you know i get for a you know, video for WinBet social and he goes no and he smiles at me and i was like is he messing with me right now i don't really know what to do so i'm just gonna stand there and wait him out and he goes and
0: he made that face he goes
1: you got to catch that you know as it happens and i was like okay fair enough <laughs> and he comes back comes up and I had to introduce myself, yeah, because the interview was like the end of it. That was yeah. the last thing we did for the shoot, after all the promo stuff. Comes up to me and gives me a big hug, and go kisses me on the cheek and goes, "I love you." <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> and then he goes and changes the next outfit and continues on his promo shoot. And then we got done. And I was like, I was uh, like, "Oh, Joe, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate the interview." This is now
0: and an then hour. And this is hour an hour Did afterwards. you kiss him? Yeah,
1: no, I kiss his head. <laughs> I kissed his bald head. Uh, and he go, he he, I go like this, and he goes, he goes. I love you, and I was like, I love you, man. That's in the interview. So whenever that goes out, uh, mean, our win like, bet teams editing it at some point. Punchy. But yeah, wow, just a bromance between me and Ocho, just Not a couple of bet ambassadors. Not
0: what I from seeing this.
1: Yeah, no, I I wasn't expecting either. But you know, what? it was a whole lot of fun. So a couple of us uh, successful successful trips. Yours much oh, busier okay. than mine, but
0: I didn't I didn't get any kisses. Yeah, I don't know what. We, yeah, no.
1: no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ocho, awesome. my guy, my new best friend.
0: So yeah.
1: Okay. let's talk football maybe i don't know how you pivot you from sure? you that don't... ocho story <laughs> to week one but heck lots to talk about in week one so we should probably dive in as opposed to talking about our weekend
0: you don't want to talk about your new friend more i'd like to hear. i that would love though. to talk about
1: okay. my friend ocho All right. we are besties
0: uh week one was very exciting and we talked a lot about it pre week one last week um so we'll kind of break down some of our expectations versus what was a little more surprising and i think one thing that we expected was the NFC West to come out strong, and they did. All teams started the season 1-0. and uh, Who on in that division kind of surprised you the most?
1: I don't think that. I think that, to me, went exactly according to plan. I mean, 4-0, and they outscore opponents collectively 141-76, to all four teams in the top 10 in the league, both offensively and defensively in terms of EPA. You look at all four games, my rush for MVP take got off to a tremendous start. 254 yards on, and four touchdowns on just 14 or 18 of 23 passing hyper efficient from him. The Cardinals absolutely embarrassed the Titans. Oh yeah. The, the, the Russ hype train has absolutely left the station. Uh, (laughs) The Cardinals embarrassed the Titans. Kyler Murray was a video game yesterday. I mean, you look at some of the highlights where it it was very Russell Wilson esque scrambling around extending plays uh, and finding guys downfield 289, 289 yards and four touchdowns for him. I mean, if we're looking for disappointments, the Titans were terrible, but this Cardinals team was arguably the most impressive of any of the four in the NFC West. The Stafford hype looks legit. He was tremendous. 20 of 26, 321 yards and three touchdowns. And the Niners, I know they, they let the Lions in you know, late, but they put up 40 on them on the road. Uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo looked tremendous. Kyle Shanahan mixing in Trey Lance, who had a rushing touchdown. These four teams are juggernauts. It's hard when you go into a division and all four teams genuinely believe that they're contenders and I think yeah. all four of them are went into this season saying if you tell me any any which way how you have these four teams ranked power rankings wise before the season I wouldn't argue with you because I think there's a case to be made for each one and we saw why immediately in week 1 the biggest issue for these teams in the division is that if they beat up on each other in the division it's going to be harder for them to get that number 1 seed and we know how important that first round bye is in terms of your odds of making the Super Bowl but as advertised the NFC West is loaded every year and maybe more so than ever uh in 2021
0: if you had to pick a leader right now who would you take I know it's yeah way no, too I, mean, soon, I know
1: but... I mean probably the Rams because I think the Rams I would have put atop the division before the season and, yeah. and Matthew Stafford looked every bit as good as we thought he would be mm-hmm. in in Sean McVay's offense they dismantled the Bears I mean 20 of 26 321 and three touchdowns I mean he made it look easy Daryl Henderson got going late I mean yeah and yeah. Jalen Ramsey still a stud Aaron Donald still a stud I mean they are loaded Um, you know I think and my other thing that I would say when according to plan. the the Browns maybe played the Chiefs closer than what they expected what we expected they covered the six-point spread Um, but Patrick Mahomes still the best player in football doing best player in football type things I mean they're down two scores in the fourth quarter and they have a one-play 75-yard touchdown drive with Patrick Mahomes rolling to his right nearly out of bounds basically an effort throw just chuck it in the air throws tyree kill open and boom now they're down on a score and they end up winning that game mm-hmm. and beating the browns and you show like the, the big difference of baker mayfield i think a really good quarterback yeah patrick mahomes best player in the league and when it comes down to those clutch moments in the fourth quarter one of those guys comes through and so the chiefs still very impressive but patrick mahomes really with two guys to throw to it's all travis kelsey and tyree kill mm-hmm. you just can't stop it it's, it's remarkable
0: yeah and we talked so much about quarterbacks across the league before Week One, but you know, in preseason, pre-season because there were so many questions surrounding the quarterbacks. Uh, you mentioned Mahomes. No question, really, about Brady either. Even though the Bucs and Cowboys came, to, Bucks and Cowboys game definitely was a lot closer than we thought it would be. Um, Tom Brady still looks like the Tom Brady of old.
1: So obnoxious. It,
0: <laughs> It is, especially for me too, because yeah. like, I miss him so much. But the fact that the Bucks didn't cover the first time I put my money on them, like I told you <laughs> I didn't bet them in the Super Bowl last year. And after that, I was like, All right, I'm never doing that again. I'm never doubting Tom. I don't know what I was thinking. And then well, of
1: course it comes down to like less than two minutes left. Yeah. Bucks need a field goal. Right. Ho oh, hum. Tom Brady does it.
0: Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Vintage, as they uh, say.
0: So Tom is Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes, maybe not as surprising that they started off strong. What was surprising, though? Woof. Woof. So this was supposed to be, um, like, the big sign-off, the big ta-da for Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay. I really don't think he wants to be there. Uh, Historically bad game for Aaron Rodgers. And even after, it didn't even really seem like he cared. If you watch the press conference after, they asked him about his performance, and he was just like... Yeah, it happens. Didn't play well. Like no, that was an embarrassing loss for them. Thirty-eight to three. Like the Saints are good, but thirty-eight to three? The Packers were four point favorites going into that. What were your thoughts watching this?
1: It's hard to comprehend how bad Aaron Rodgers was. He was late, he was inaccurate, he made poor decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. the intercept the two interceptions he had were all on him. And, you know, granted, I still don't think the, the his you know arsenal of weapons around him is very good. I mean, the fact right. that he's pounding the table for Randall Cobb, like it would fix all of the Packers' woes is is a little bit bizarre to me. But, um, I mean, he's got a hand up, own that one. It was bad. It's a good it reminder bad. that the Saints are a very good football team. And, and gosh, Jameis Winston, yeah. first quarterback in NFL history to have five touchdowns and less than 150 passing yards. 14
0: passes on 20 attempts, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the Saints are a really good football team, which is why I was leaning Saints going into this one. And I mentioned that on our show last week. But there's no excuse to be a reigning MVP and lay an egg the way in which he did after an offseason of so many rumors and so much turmoil. And, and you're kicking it in Hawaii and not at the, you know, the, your team's offseason program. And, and, and the rumors that he wants out, and this is going to be his last year, and he, he wants his new deal, wants different money. And so he, that, the, the, the Packers acquiesce, They give him his request and he goes out and and puts up a dud of a performance like that again embarrassing is the word I would use and and you could probably pick any adjective you want and you would be right yep. um or justified in saying so a really ugly game from Green Bay only one week again you know Ray Rogers probably pulling out the member of the a couple years ago that relax R-E-L-A-X <laughs> that he put out uh, on social media and in his press conferences but I think this was so bad so egregiously terrible that there's some legitimate cause for concern just because we know the turmoil that was taking place in the organization going into this game and yeah. and you can't imagine that's subsiding at all and probably there's plenty of people in the front office maybe gm brian Gudekins is saying huh maybe time to look in the mirror mr a. A. Ron," as opposed to pointing fingers at the organization
0: right and i i mean you make a good point though it's not like he does have a ton of support around him and we kind of saw this Again, it is game one, but the O-line didn't really do much to help. They allowed six quarterback hits, two sacks. The secondary allowed an average of over 10 yards per completion. So, like, he wasn't doing much, but the rest of his team wasn't either, which, I mean, the score speaks for it, 38-3. Um, but definitely the worst start for his, for his career, and I don't think we'll ever see something like this again, so that's kind of promising for the future, I guess you could say. But is there a chance? Like, th- that's crazy. There's no chance... In hell that he would take the bench like going forward, right? Is no, the they're not benching. They're, no, not benching. they're not benching the reigning MVP.
1: But it was there. I would uh,
0: love to have you come out with like a hot take on No, it. no my well, no? the hot
1: take is the conspiracy theory that my buddy Benjamin Solak of the Ringer threw out there. Yeah. Like maybe Aaron Rodgers is like this Trojan horse that he returned to the Packers just to sabotage the season. And like that's a more justifiable explanation of what happened yesterday. <laughs> obviously this tweet went viral and benjamin mm-hmm. solak's one of the most creative minds on social media is one of my yeah, i love that guy but um i saw that and i said you know what maybe and he said that's a conspiracy theory i am happy to pedal." and i think uh, a lot of, of social media has run with it because it's like that's the it's gotta be the only explanation that could be that bad he was the worst quarterback in football yesterday yeah objectively speaking like there's no argue. It so i like throwing out the conspiracy theory there
0: it's a the trojan horse yeah. i love it Uh, Let's talk a little more about quarterback performances um, and more so clutch and not so clutch. We'll start with Joe Burrow because he's coming back from that ACL-MCL injury that cut his last year short. We weren't exactly sure what to expect of him this year. Uh, They beat the Vikings 27-24, game-winning drive in overtime led by him. He got sacked five times in the game, so he wasn't really having an easy time, but he still had a great performance what's your take on, on what you saw from him?
1: It was a wonderful day for a number of sophomore quarterbacks. Joe Burrow was fantastic. Didn't, didn't throw a turn or didn't throw a pick yesterday. And what's come out that in that, that overtime drive, it was fourth and one, apparently a running play was called. He didn't like the look and he changed it and and took a shot downfield and delivered a 32 yard strike to tight end CJ Uzuma and and ends up leading to that game winning field goal. I mean, that's the stones to do that. I mean, the confidence to do that in your first game back after an ACL tear is tremendous. Jamar chase, all of the the reports, he, he prefers the college because It's got stripes and easier to see, and he's dropping <laughs> passes. Well, he showed why he was a, you know, a top 10 pick. Yep. Um, and he was an absolute stud going over hundred yards in his first career game, catching his first career touchdown. Um, Justin Herbert and Jalen hurts were equally as impressive.
0: Yes both my guys because i i'm high on herbert um he's my passing yards leader for sophomore quarterback that's a, a market prop that we have on WinBet. uh threw for 337 yards and a touchdown not the prettiest win overall both teams combined for 14 penalties three turnovers So, like that wasn't very pretty but he looked great and jalen hurts is my quarterback in fantasy so i was definitely happy with him.
1: Oh, I've got Jalen Hurd's fantasy shares. Love yeah, that. Yeah,
0: love that. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I think they both look really strong, and it's, it's very interesting to see these younger players perform this way when you have a player like Aaron Rodgers, who is the veteran of the game, have such a poor performance. Do you think that this is only going to go up from here? Like, are we going to see more of this good play, or do you think there's a chance for some negative progression?
1: I think there's going to be moments where there are bumps in the road is the case with any young quarterback but I think we've seen enough from these three um, especially Justin Herbert to say that these are guys who are who are franchise quarterbacks and are, are, this is who they are mm-hmm. what impresses me about Justin Herbert is it's not just the numbers and he put up those numbers last year but right. it's the ability to come from behind in the fourth quarter and then ice a game and that's what he did in this game against him in my opinion one of the best defenses especially defensive fronts In all of football Mm -hmm. the washington football team justin herbert scores a go-ahead touchdown two yard or three yard pass to mike williams the start of the fourth quarter then they get the ball back at the end of the game and justin herbert leads a six minute and 43 second drive to ice the game that's what good quarterbacks do that's what the elite ones do when you have the chance to come back and win a game you do it when you get the ball back and have a chance to ice the game you do it you don't get the ball back to uh, to the Washington football team and give them another chance. You have the ball, you end up in victory formation, best play in football, um, and he did that. And Jalen Hurts, we talk about, you know, kind of these elite quarterbacks maybe starting on their decline. I don't think Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers are in the same category right now, given Aaron Rodgers just won the league MVP, but Matt Ryan's been steadily declining for the last couple of years, and then and, and the Falcons got embarrassed by Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Jalen Hurts was tremendous, 62 yards rushing, 27 and 35 through the air for 264 yards and three touchdowns. Devonta Smith, that Alabama chemistry, um, mm. those guys rekindling their their connection. I mean, he was tremendous. Jalen Rieger scored a touchdown. Dallas Goddard uh, scored a touchdown. Miles Sanders looked really looked really good. Um, so you look at all three of those quarterbacks as one of you know the three of the biggest storylines of this week with a, you know those guys in their second year potentially replacing the Matt Ryan's and others as. As, as more of the you know the, this next generation of quarterback in, in football.
0: Backtracking a little bit because I want to touch on Zach Wilson with the Jets and Panthers game because we didn't really get into that. Uh, Jets lost 19 to 14. Wilson went six of 16, 84 yards, interception, no touchdowns. I know you were pretty high on him. You were saying you were surprised that he um, kind of had long odds in terms of. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. So what's kind of your take on what you saw from him in the first performance?
1: I was surprised that he was behind Justin Fields just because he was starting from the jump. You know, Mm -hmm. to me, anytime you are named the week one starter, you're going to have a chance to win rookie of the year. I don't think he was tremendous, but I mean, heck, 258 yards and two touchdowns um, kept them in that game late. I think you saw flashes of why they really like him. I think the Jets in general are just sort of a mess. um, You know, to where it's hard. To join a team like the Jets, an organization like the Jets, it's sort of like Baker Mayfield coming to the Browns, which makes it so impressive what Baker's been able to do there in terms yeah. of making them a playoff-caliber team and getting double-digit wins last year. It's the same thing with the Jets. You've got to change a culture. You've got to teach a team how to win, even though you've never done so in the NFL. Robert Sala is a first-time head coach. He's having to do the same thing to build culture and um, and get buy-in from his players when he hasn't done that as a head coach before. That is a franchise that is down bad and has been down bad for a long time now. So, yes, it's you know one game. It wasn't great, but but you like what you see with the connection of Zach Wilson and Corey Davis. Five catches, nine seven yards, and two touchdowns for him. Uh, I'm not losing hope on Zach Wilson. This this to me is different than we could talk about Trevor Lawrence and the Jags getting blown out by the Texans. That's far more embarrassing for Urban Meyer and and Jacksonville than I think this this game was for the Jets because. Mm-hmm. No one's expecting anything from the Jets, and maybe no one's expecting anything from the Jags either, but I I foolishly was more bullish than I guess I should have been on the Jags.
0: I Uh, I think a lot of people were, though. But yeah, Yeah, I
1: thought Zach Wilson was fine. First career start. I don't think I saw anything that was like, oh, whoa, that's alarming.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, You mentioned Justin Fields. I want to touch on that because I like this kind of idea of a segment troll of the week. Bears head coach Matt Nagy is the troll of the week. We were waiting to see how his love for Andy Dalton would fare in game one against the Rams. And
1: uh you know, it's like it, the
0: face that he's making. Right now.
1: <laughs> it's like the, it's like the person on Twitter who like says something ridiculous, like mm-hmm. just to piss people off.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's
1: Matt nagy has got to be trolling us, right? He's been trolling I- us since the draft. The second they drafted Justin Fields, the night of the draft. Yeah. We're really excited about this guy, but like, Hey, Andy Dalton's our guy. But
0: I promised Andy, Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton's I our promise. guy. Yeah, I promised yeah. him.
1: And we're all like, okay, wink, wink, Matt. We got you. And then it doesn't change. Preseason comes and goes. And it's like, no, Andy Dalton's our guy. And it's like, oh, this is for real. He's actually gonna start Andy Dalton here.
0: <laughs> throws a red zone interception on the first drive.
1: <laughs> and then what happened you know, they did you like dabble Justin Fields in, he throws two passes, both complete for ten yards, also yep. runs it in-, in on his only carry for a three yard touchdown. Yeah. The only thing more bizarre than than Matt Nagy like pearl clutching his decision to start Andy Dalton and like this loyalty that is uh incomprehensible
0: beyond me
1: yeah is Chris Collinsworth during the game and there were a number of tweets about it like loving up on Andy Dalton about like how great Andy has been playing he's playing a real solid game and oh they got a decision to make at some point between Justin Fields but you know Andy Dalton and it was like well What is happening here? What game are you guys? Between Matt Nagy (laughs) and Chris Collinsworth, what's happening here? Because, like, the rest of the entire universe is is on the table saying Justin Fields should be the guy. He gets in, a couple glimpses of, like, oh, yeah, maybe this guy is ready to play. Mm -hmm. What I love is when, like, things are, like, comprehensively unpopular, and then they go predictably terribly. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, who could have seen this coming? Like, quite literally everybody.
0: Well, the best part too is Nagy. I still get it. Nagy said preseason, he's like, "We just want to see what he looks like in the regular season." Why? Like, this dude has been playing football. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? We know. he's been in the NFL since 2011. Like, I we don't know get it. what he's gonna bring to the table. I don't really know what the question is here.
1: If if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers isn't sabotaging uh, the Packers, Matt Nagy certainly. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't some... know what deal he made with somebody else. Yeah. What mm-hmm. points he's shaving. I don't know. It's like it's it is. It's incomprehensible and inexplicable. It is. Yeah.
0: Troll Troll of the week. Uh, Before we touch on baseball a little bit, I want to get to our winning picks because I'm sad, man. I didn't hit my first one, and it's not because I'm biased. I was on the Pats minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Um, They went in as three and a half point favorites. Like Mac did what he could. It wasn't on Mac.
1: Damien Harris Damien Har- I didn't, blew he, didn't, it. he
0: didn't even have a bad game though. That's what sucks is yes. The fumble on the eight yard line is what ruined the game, but <laughs> yeah, hundred yards, 23 thing? carries like that. But of course it, it comes down to those clutch game, you know, the, those clutch possessions and yeah. Damien Harris. That you
1: know, was brutal. I had, nice par- I had a nice, nice four leg parlay. That was what cost it for me. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't want to know Broncos came through for me on the money line. If you yeah. got them in any spread, it didn't matter. They blew out the giants who. Yeah. Um, talked about things that weren't a surprise. The Giants being terrible um, went exactly according to plan. So I want to know your own one. We got we got another pick to make here. I'll let I'll give you the ball first. Uh, where would you like to go?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, we're finishing off week one Ravens Raiders, which is exciting tonight. I hope we get over to um, Allegiant Stadium because we got people walking by. Remember, if you're at the win, come say hello, because we, we got this glass wall can interact with you. Uh, Ravens, four-point favorites, total at 50 and a half. I I don't know, and I don't know if it's because of all the games we've seen so far that I just don't want to take a side here because I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. But also another factor is the fact that Allegiant Stadium is going to be bumping, and everyone I know who's been in there has said the atmosphere is just unreal. Um, I don't really want to touch a side here. Ravens dealing with the key injuries, so I'm not sure how their offense is going to heat up raiders upgraded their defensive line i'm going to kind of lean to trends here which i don't love to do but the under is five and two in the past seven week one games for the ravens i'm not 100 sure about the offenses but i think both defenses can kind of hold their own so i'm going to go under 50 and a half here i think it's um a little high for this game
1: i like it um i'm gonna take a player prop here because i don't like the sides either i don't really know how this game is going to go yeah. i was surprised it's 50 and a half that's a lot of points um but I'm not touching that either. Um, with the Ravens' injuries, I don't I don't know where this game is going to go. Um, but I do love Mark Andrews as an anytime touchdown score. You get even money. It's a plus 100. So um, no juice on this one. But he's by far Lamar Jackson's most reliable pass catcher. The the Raiders are thin at running back. They just signed 32 year old KJ Wright, who had a tremendous year last year and is still a fantastic player against the run is good at stopping plays in the flats. He was a menace against screen passes last year, but I do think he's susceptible downfield in coverage, and I think Mark Andrews is going to attack him uh, early and often. Mm-hmm. Again, you look at this game with the 50 and a half, I mean, Vegas expects this game to be high scoring. So points are, you would you know, imagine, okay, even if it doesn't get to 50, there's going to be touchdowns scored. I like Mark Andrews as an anytime touchdown score. Mm-hmm. I thought about going with uh, the over to Jaylen, or uh, Henry Ruggs, or Brian Edwards, both those guys receiving props are under 40 yards. I think Henry Ruggs like 35 and a half. You can get that on one catch. But I'm going with Mark Andrews anytime touchdown score at hundred, hoping to go two and 0. And before we close out the show, and I knew you were going to mention we talked baseball a little bit, the AL wild card race, there are five teams between three games. But my Mariners are hosting your Red Sox this Monday through Wednesday. Series Yay! starts Monday night. And I want to add a little extra wager to it. Okay. Um if the Mariners win this series. I'm going to bring you my Ken Griffey Jr. jersey. And you're going to rock that for Thursday's show. Okay. And on, and you can bring me whatever Red Sox apparel you okay. have. And I will rock it on Thursday if the Red Sox win the series.
0: I have a sparkly uh, Red Sox baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> you wear. I hate so, that. Uh, we're g- yep, we're going to go with that. Uh, that. Yeah, that three-game series starts tonight. So that'll be exciting. Must win games we'll, for both teams. We'll let you guys know how that all works out. Uh, that's episode two. We will see you back on Thursday, or you can listen to us again on Thursday.